Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome back, rescuers, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Balance meets his baby sister, Ral consoles a friend, Squash loses a week, as Ultana narrows down the search. Back in the physical plane, Squash spends some time trying to digest his near-death experience and everything that has happened in his absence. In Balance's absence, he finds that his family has gone through some changes. What is Squash's birth name? Will Zelfar be able to meet them in Belikbud? And can they get the relic without killing the Queen? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. wants to do as I set up any last conversations because basically you have the night um, it is pretty late uh, when we find ourselves back in this episode um, pretty late at, yeah, pretty late in the evening is there anything anyone wants to do anyone wants to go check anything out basically this is your last stop before Fausum we depart once again um, we fill Talvin and Inverna in on what the plan is balance yep, emphasizes stabby, stabby, to everybody no, kill, kill. no lethal Non-lethal. Non-lethal. Everyone has please. been told to unsharpen their blades. Everyone looks sad. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> anyway, right. The plan is reiterated of no stabby, stabby, no, no, nothing, nothing, nothing. Knock them um, out. Yeah, knock them out and walk on. Uh, we have armor being made for squash. Uh, we make sure that Talvin and Verna are properly outfitted with whatever they need. They are properly outfitted with the things they need. Yes. Yeah, uh, I think squash at some point is going to go meet up with Demi. Uh, whether it be in the night or the morning after is kind of... What is your preference? Because unless specified, Demi is kind of just working um, her little butt off. I think it would be during night. I'm assuming Squash goes to bed and does not fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, he had like a seven day rest, so. No. <laughs> <laughs> I would call that a long rest, right? not what that counts as uh yeah no so he's gonna uh, slink over and try to meet up with demi in the mirror room or whatever they called it uh yeah like if you if you slink your way over to to demi and she's in the mirror room uh she kind of like get jumps up when she hears someone coming um and then just like seeing that it's you and knowing that you haven't seen the mirror she kind of like closes the door behind her yeah hey um can we talk well, I think we are talking, so I'm. Um, yes, we we can. Um, where what um is here fine? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, she kind of looks at the four guards by the door. Okay, no, no. <laughs> can we murder them? No, we can't murder them. Yes, you could. You're very powerful. You're real. You're hey, real. Sultana, where did you get? <laughs> no, um, just just in the room. I I need to talk to you a little bit. Uh, okay. Uh, she, the, you guys can go to like the trank room. Like, it's it's the business, it's the unofficial business room of the crew. So I guess that'll be it. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, Squash just kind of sits down and waits for her to sit down. She does. She sits on the floor, so she's about the same height as you. So, um, you guys told me everything that happened since I left or went missing, however you want to phrase it. Right, yeah. Yeah, nowhere in that story did it come up how you lost your eye. What happened? Why is nobody telling me? Well, so there's 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 a cost for doing magic, as you know, like there'll be hang on, I and you kind of like see her close her eyes and like you can see that she's trying to focus. Um you see some of the sparks in her hair like die down a little bit. She closes her eye. Fuck you. <laughs> um, and she opens it again, and it's it's no it's not bright red anymore. It's kind of like a, a dullish a dullish brown. Um, and she says, "There's a cost for doing magic, and the very old school way of paying for magic is how resurrections happen with the sacrifice. So you need to break the laws of nature. You pay a price, and." I I needed to ask for help and and this was the cost. Wait, what spell? Just a just a just a um a spell to move people to places. That's that's nothing to worry about. I'm fine with this. You You lost your Eyes to get the chuckle fox to me. One eye, not eyes. One eye. They said there wouldn't be a cost. I don't think they said that. They said that. The, the Valkyries. He said that they will not have to pay the price. Do Do you think she means the price of resurrection? I don't know. She just said there wouldn't be a price. Well, it's not twenty five thousand gold of gem. I don't. It was your eye worth more than twenty five thousand gold in gems. Well, it was. My eye and my cost. I'm fine with it. So you just give up your body. Just throw it away. To help what? Me? Yeah. Why wouldn't I? Because I'm squash. I'm I'm I'm, I'm so far not hearing anything that says why well, I wouldn't do this. I have 
I am not worth saving. Not for that price. Well, I'm not worth saving either. Yes, you I are. literally destroyed whole... I destroyed whole tribes. I'm not a good person. I'm just trying to make make things better. And and sometimes that, that comes at, at, at a cost. And I feel that that's a fine thing to pay and I've paid it and I'm okay with that. It just means I have to take a different path. I'm not head of the Witcher Society anymore. I have a different calling now. And I'm okay with that. That's my choice. Wait, so... So you, you've given up your seat as the head of the Witcher Society. You've given up your eye. What are you going to give up next? Your voice? Your sight? The rest of it? What are you going to give up? Your memory? Where are you going to stop giving and start taking? I did take. I took a lot. And she looks up with her one eye. I took a lot. I took something I needed and something I wanted. And I forced that change on the world. I didn't. Damas is in the world because of me. Those orcs are dead because of me. I have taken enough. Well, don't th- throw away more of you to save me. I'm not worth it. Don't you dare. <sighs> I would have come to get you. But I couldn't. Why not? What was so important? Paperwork? Your seat? Your brother? She looks up at you on that comment. If Damas and I... You know they had a bond, the three of them. A bond that I put on them, like one that I forced on them. Well, I was kind of paid to do it and I didn't know who they were back then, but now I do it and then a friend. So I wouldn't do that again, but they had a bond I put on them. Yeah, they could talk to each other in their minds. Yeah, but they also couldn't get away from each other. They couldn't go to a different plane of existence from each other or from Caden. Otherwise, it breaks and there are bad consequences to that. And Caden is old because of that. And that's because of me. Damas and I have a bond. Why do you guys have a bond? Oh, to talk to each other, of course. Makes sense. No. She shakes her head. He has a... We have a bond because he shuts Grimsh out. The orc god of slaughter? She nods. What do you mean he shuts it out? He found a spell. And... When we cast that spell, it casts a bond between us and it keeps the voice of Grimsh mostly at bay if I don't ask Grimsh for help. If we are cut off from each other, if this bond is broken, if one of us goes to another plane for more than a a few seconds, it's gone. And I'm not strong enough to stop Grimsh from taking me over. Not on my own. And as much as I, I I feel bad about what I did to you in, in kind of like maybe manipulating you into going down and helping them, and I, I, I shouldn't have done that, and I'm sorry, I, I couldn't risk bringing that into the world. So, yeah. And I is tiny price. You paid that price to Grumsh? Yeah. You asked him how to break the veil. 
he broke the veil for me. That was no magic, that was a sacrifice. Yes, I sacrificed and agreed to help Grumsh to break the veil, to have the power to break the veil. And and what? Grumsh's not talking to you? you? You're okay? He's there. I can hear him. My... <laughs> My new path is what my path was always, what I'd always wanted to be as a kid growing up with the other orcs. I I wanted, I wanted to work for Grimsh. I wanted people to understand. You have to understand I was born in a very different world to you. Yeah, yeah, orcs. We talked about that a little yeah. bit. Well, now I'm an eye of Grimsh and I have to work hard to make sure that the orcs that remain will come with me on the crusade to wipe out the Blissful Eclipse. I don't think that's a bad thing. But it means that when Rowena goes, I will have to go with her. So you're, what, a witch doctor now? <laughs> no, no, I'm still very much as I was. I, I still have magic and I still have the the, the, the warlocky thing and, and I have all those things and they're still going for me. Just now I serve Grimsh in a different way. I mean, I always kind of served Grimsh anyway, but that's not really a point. <sighs> Don't worry about it. These these aren't things that, that should worry you. I mean, you have enough to worry about as it is. You want to go home and, and see what happened to your family and you want to help them with the charity things and putting mana back together and I want to help them. We want to make sure the world doesn't die. So don't worry about it. Right. So... Uh... Don't, don't pray the price. Next time I won't be there. What do you mean? If this is what it costs to bring something like me back, it's not worth it. Why do you keep saying that? What? Something like you, someone like you. You're fine. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't, don't try that. It's, we both know that's not true. We both know we're pieces of shit, right? Yeah. We're awful, awful people who have done awful, awful things. There are people out there that would pay good money to see us on the ground. In the ground. Yeah, but that's... Doesn't mean we can't try and do good. And it doesn't mean that we're not worth... Worth worth making sacrifices for and, and making connections. We still deserve happiness and life. And you have three people out there who, who are willing to go through utter shit to get you. Yeah. These people are way better people than we are. And that's that, that includes a murderer who's turned into a goddess. So I don't think we're doing too bad. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's a whole thing. Jesus. So uh, are, you, are you done feeling pity now? Can, can, can we just move on to the, the good stuff where we save the world and, and then we can worry about being shitty people afterwards? Sure. Sure. Just... Don't be too hard on yourself. Don't throw everything away. She puts her hand out. I agree. Deal. Okay. And he shakes her hand. Okay. Uh, are we done? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> All right. 
What do you three guys want to be doing? Is there anything you want to do? Yes. Okay. Uh, I want to do things that V hates all the time. You talking about shopping? Uh, well, no. Uh, I want to go see my okay. tabaxi friend. Oh, yeah! Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe he has something that can do something about me seeing things. I don't know. Raul doesn't know what's going on. And uh, okay. he will um, very, very slowly go through the process of explaining this and translating this to his friend. Okay. Um, you go over to your tabaxi friends. Um, their grasp of key, of uh, Discora Common is still slow, uh, <laughs> so I don't have to give them a voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> God, fuck. <laughs> don't give in, V. Be strong. <laughs> I can't. People keep ripping away my emotional armor. <laughs> Fucks. Um, <laughs> the roll a persuasion roll. I mean, let's just see see generally how how uh, generally how you're doing. <laughs> how my friend likes me today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see. You've just I, I I like the idea that that Rala's made friends with the grumpiest tabaxi in the world. He's not grumpy <laughs> when he's even grumpy. <laughs> Loves hanging out. We pet each other and stuff. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't have a very good persuasion. That's good. Oh, it's a nineteen. <laughs> I have a plus three to that. Um, you kind of like convey. Uh, I mean, you you do look pretty bad as well. You've had a, a rough couple of days. Um, they they see you and they kind of like begin making some potions as soon as you walk through the door. Like they stop, they were doing like mid boil and shove it off the thing, and they begin to work on a new thing. And they kind of like communicate like you know the additional like burns down by your eyes and your nose. Um, and they kind of like questionly ask if what's going on without saying anything. Um, they pick up bad shit went down. Um, and they, they show you the herbs and whatnot required for what they're making. Um, and they create for you a normal healing potion. Yay. <sighs> Keep yourself above heart health, you fool. <laughs> Fly, you fools. Fly, fools. Um, um. And so that's one regular. How many Ds is that? Three. Three Ds. Two, maybe? I think lesser is two. Three D eight. The basic one is two D four plus two. That's the basic potion. Oh, I want the one better than that. Uh, That would be 44 (laughs) plus four. Yeah, do 44 plus four. Have that one. Okay. That's one. I wanted you to have more than the 2D4 because that's that's, uh, lame. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Raw hugs his body. And uh, basically is pretty exhausted still. Of course. Um, yeah, hugs and uh, Tio, Tio time before bed. Before bed or during bed. Um, well, you know. Okay. Uh, all right, Raul, you pass a painful night and I need you to do a D20 check, please. I believe this is the last D20 check. Okay. 14. 
You wake up still able to breathe. Breathing is good. Hooray. Need that. Uh, question. Where is... Where, never mind. Actually, don't worry. Okay. Yeah. So that was your last D20 check. We will move on to D12s as of tomorrow morning. Oh. Uh, balance. Anything you want to do before bed? Um, he's probably going to spend the night in meditation with Talvin and Ninverna if they'll have him and probably just kind of, of like I- idly gossip and like he just wants to catch <laughs> up with them like he wants you spend eight <clears throat> yeah no that's, that's fair you can definitely this spend is the like, first time uh... in literally 50 years that he has had the three of them all together and just able yeah, to just there's... be friends again there is still some obvious standoffishness from Talvan. Um, as much as he logically knows that it's not your fault and he doesn't blame you and Inverna's trying to be a good influence on that, there's a part of him that still just can't drop it. It's There's still a little awkwardness there, but it, it's kind of melting um, and it's understandable. Um, but yeah, it. like you'll, you'll spend time catching up and talking and they gossip about Kythea and like future <laughs> plans and they talk about what they want and, you know... They, they they catch up and it's it's like old times again. Um, Inverna's playing her usual tricks with Mage Hand and mucking around with illusions and whatnot. Um, yeah. You haven't seen them happy in a long time and they are very happy. Um, and they're very happy that you get to share it with them. So yeah, it's it's a good evening. Um, you're, you're happy. <laughs> I am happy. That's adorable. Sultana, how are you spending the evening? Um... Probably spending some time with Benno, you know, having dinner. Benno time. Benno time. <laughs> it was Benno time. Uh, Benno wants to see what your temple looks like. <laughs> oh, I'm taking him in. Yeah, I'm taking. Can you? Can I show it to him? Yeah, absolutely. So long as you're the one that opens the door, you can show him the temple. I, like, um, <laughs> I bring him into my temple. I'm like, look at look at my temple. How cool is this? <laughs> Uh, he spent some time discussing with you, like the tenements of like what it is that that uh, being a disciple of Zoltana is, and he's my he first wonders one. whether, yeah, he wonders whether a debt would be angry at him, and then realize she'd forgive him. So, <laughs> she's wow, the goddess of forgiveness, <laughs> yeah, savage. Um, he he, you know, you you two spend time catching up and talking, and uh, a couple of um, a couple of the other elves and people that he's been working with, um, a couple of the followers uh, from Savras's army, just come in and talk and catch up with with yourself and like begin to talk to you about various things. Um, you're making smooth connections, but it's a genuinely just like a really nice evening in there. Um, y'all can drink naturally because it's your temple. Um, <laughs> It's all good here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I think one of Zoltana's, like, important, like, religious things is just always having, like, a giant tankard of, of, of ale. Like, not a tankard, was it? Like, a keg. Yeah. A barrel. A barrel. A barrel of ale in all of her temples. <laughs> yep. It's a, it's a thing, and, and like people, he begins to note this down. Um, yeah, you've. I'm not going to say you've gained a lot of followers, but a lot of people understand you and get this, and they're looking for something like this right now. So yeah, like you, you schmooze, you talk, you make new friends. Um, yeah, it's it's a good evening. Um, all right, so tick number three for good evenings. Uh, squash. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to be doing? Uh... 
I think Squash just has a hard time sleeping and he okay. just starts kind of wandering around uh, and eventually like decides like, I don't know, try to go help Demi or something. Okay. Uh, the last you saw her, she was wandering back to the mirror room, but that was a couple of hours ago. Yeah. Uh, Squash goes to, goes to look in the mirror room. It is quite late at night and she's not there. The guards just let me pass. Yeah. Shit, fuck you bastard. You deserve that. <laughs> yes, I do. This is my own fault. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, you're, you're fairly distinctive. Uh, people would recognise you. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah, okay, Squash just, uh, like, what does the mirror room look like? Um... It's a kind of smallish room. Um, there is an armor stand in the center of it, which looks like it should take six objects, but not here's a piece of armor kind of objects. You, you know, you've seen this before. Um, on the wall opposite the door, there is a big piece of uh, cloth, a tapestry or something or some such, which, as you know, covers a mirror. Um yeah, it's not a particularly big room. Like, um, those of you that were in it to receive one of the boosts, it was a really small room. Uh, it only just fit all of you. Does Demi leave, like, a bunch of work stuff out, or is she one of those people that, like, clears up after herself? <laughs> Demi clearly doesn't clean up after herself. <laughs> That's clearly not a thing. <laughs> hmm. I think uh, Squash just kind of like looks through some of the stuff and as soon as he realizes how arcane and over the, over the top of his head is, it is, he just kind of gives up on it. And then he just kind of slowly starts like looking at the, the tapestry that's cover, covering the mirror. He's just like, so don't look in the mirror, they said. Uh... But they all looked in the mirror, and they're fine. They're saving the world. All four of them, I think. Yeah. A little peek couldn't hurt. And Squash just kind of slowly walks over to the mirror, and he just lifts the kind of corner of the tapestry. Uh, does he just see a normal reflection in the mirror? Uh, as if you're only lifting the corner, yeah. Like, you need to be able to look into, like, the, the, the soul that is your eyes to be able to trigger this. Yeah, like, Squash just kind of lifts the corner and sees the reflection of the room. And he's like, yeah, look, it's just a mirror. Uh, and he's kind of like, it's like a super ornate mirror, right? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, like, it's it's kind of ornate around the edge. It's not, like, over the top, but it is, it's nice. Um, you think there are things written around it with your passive perception of 26, uh, but you can't read it. All right. Yeah, I, I think Squash just kind of gets like uh, pulled in by the, the inscriptions and weirdness. And he's like, what? and like just kind of lifts up the tapestry more and more and like pulls on it to see more uh, until he kind of just pulls it back all the way. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh no, wisdom is not my good stat. Thank God. <laughs> I got a five. <laughs> if only someone had told you not to do this thing. Ugh. Like everyone. <laughs> yeah, Darn. well, I wanna Shoot. I wanna know what my nightmare vision will be. <laughs> Squash is like, <laughs> if only I wasn't high, would everyone tell me not to look at this thing? 
<laughs> if they just give me God's dream, I would have gone to sleep. It was my nightly routine yeah. and nobody did it. All right. This is payback on the world <laughs> for me not being high <laughs> in it right now. Ha. Ha. <laughs> you see yourself much, much younger. You're a halfling boy again. There are no scars on your body. There's no sharpened teeth, no acid on your face. You look strong and healthy. You carry a sword in one hand and you're wearing your father's armour and your eyes are clear. There are no drugs here. There are people twice the size of you come to you and thank you for saving them. You see people all around. You can't see their faces, you just see them. As you move from village to village in this vision, you become older, you become the same age you are now. And you come to a new place. You see a tall, half-elven man, the silhouette. And he lifts his hands high and you see wasps of onyx flying out and hit you. You see the blood pour from your arm, every tiny sting. It's not that you can't take the pain, you just see that it doesn't stop bleeding. Eventually the man disappears and you look around finding ways of trying to stop yourself from bleeding and you reach down to the ground and you see the sand and you take it. You take more of the sand. It heals over your wounds but you keep taking the sand. Every sniff after it's healed begins to scar you. It begins to warp your eyes, your teeth. The armour disappears, the sword disappears, and your vision goes woozy as you take more and more of this. And it begins to pour around you, like an hourglass filling up. You keep trying to swim to the surface, but the sand keeps going up your nose and you keep getting pulled down. Your body is thinning, wasting away. Your teeth become sharp, your face scarred with acid. Your eyes become cloudy. As the vision pulls back, you see you're in an hourglass, struggling to get to the top before the sand completely buries you. Then you see three figures. You see them pick up their weapons and crack the glass. The sand pours out and you fall out with it. They reach down, they put you back on your feet. The sand pours away from you. And you take a place at the back of this group. And then the vision is engulfed in fire. You see a tall woman wreathed in fire. She walks towards you and engulfs you in this. And you take a few steps back and you see sand pouring out of your nose again. She reaches out for you once more. You see a small amount of fire stay on your shoulder. You see the sand turning to glass. You see your arm reach up to touch her, embracing the fire. And then the scene is engulfed in darkness eclipsing the view momentarily and you can just see the small flickering outline of this woman and the small shadowy outline of yourself and when the darkness that has eclipsed this vision disappears 
you see your blade in the chest of the woman engulfed in fire. And then the mirror clears, and you are yourself again. I think Squash finds himself, like, kind of uh, sitting slash lying on the floor, kind of like he fell backwards. As you fall backwards, you let go of the tapestry, and it covers the mirror once again. I think Squash has a single track na- mind now. He goes and gets himself some dragon scent to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> immersion therapy it works (laughs) everyone try it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah you go find this dragon sound (laughs) i buy three doses (laughs) enough for three nights I will let it. I, I will let this pass. This is the last time you're going to get free access to drugs because I don't. I've just warned you in the biggest possible way. Did I say dragon scent? Yes. No, I meant Godstream. Fuck. You Sorry. explicitly no. were looking for dragon sand immediately. No, no, no. Oh god. No, that, you were looking for dragon sand. Only no. to go to Godstream was no, available. I was Immersion Godstream. therapy. No, 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 no. Immersion no. therapy. <laughs> No, okay. I, no, okay. Now I understand your extreme reaction. Like, yes. I, <laughs> um, dragon set. You go to like the place where the alchemists are and the training room and all that good stuff. The forges, um, and it's 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 easy to find the stash of herbs. Um, you can kind of indicate to one of the people there, and they just they pull out three portions for you and and hand it over. Do you, do you know what you're doing? I I know I know. Just you have the proper doses. Don't use too much. I know. I know. <laughs> my tabaxi friend be? No. God damn it. <laughs> Your tabaxi friend will never have a voice. <laughs> B. <laughs> you told me to be strong. Um, <laughs> yeah. You you have three doses of, of, uh, of God's dream. Um, uh, how much is that? A gold a piece? No. I don't want my gold from, I don't want gold from you. What? Why not? What? Do you hate Halfling? No. Then why won't you take my gold? Because um, we're all here to help each other out. I didn't come all the way to Kino for nothing, you know. Wait, you're from Kino? <laughs> they kind of look down. <laughs> like the gnome looks down at herself and looks back up at you and like, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm writing three. Uh, I'm writing two portions of uh, God's Dream because Squash is using one tonight. Yes, um, you find it a lot easier to go to sleep. Um, yeah, it, it makes it a lot easier. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Next morning rolls around. Um, Squash, your studded armor is available. Um, you can go pick that up. Not a problem. Um, and you can see that Demi is kind of like pacing up and down, um, sort of like at the entrance to the barracks where like she's been traditionally teleporting people up and down. Um, you can see her like, you know, kind of like, uh, kind of like stepping from side to side and like kind of getting ready for what needs to be done today. 
Okay, so everyone, everyone got everything? Everyone's good? Everyone's good. Okay, so we need like the three of you and we have you and we have the two of you and we have Tio and we have Electo. <laughs> okay, so we have everyone and everything and everyone is good to go. All right, so your destination is Bellegbood. Are you 100% sure that this is what you want to do? You want to do this? You don't want to do anything else? You don't want to... You, you're good. Good is a relative term, but sure. Okie dokie then. It's not like the fate of the world is at stake. Yes, yes. Well, you know, yeah, fate of the world is very important. So let's let's save that and then and then we can do all the other savings. So remember the rules, stabby stabby, but no killy killy. Okay. Ready everyone? Alright, good. Everyone grab hands. You're really cuffing me here. I'm supposed to be the goddess of bloody vengeance. No, you're supposed to cuff them, Sartana. Right. See? Raw gets it. <laughs> well, <sighs> That's why I gave you the manacles. Uh, Demi raises her hands and uh, she kind of like claps them together a little bit. It's like, okay, and off wait, no, to wait. Berlick. What? I have to check with my mother to see if she head back for my brother and father. <sighs> I'm sorry. Kind of like it just occurred to me. Goes and pace up and down in the corridor like the entire length. Her pacing is more like running. Though, so yeah. <laughs> Sure, go go check with your parents. Okay, <laughs> let me get, just hold on, really quick, this could be important. Bounce runs to where his mother is, but like right before he rounds the corner, he kind of slows down in case the baby's sleeping. You know. Or or no. med- meditating. He doesn't walk very much. <laughs> Why aren't they breathing fire already? <laughs> <coughs> we walk in like an hour, what the fuck? What is this? Lazy blob. <laughs> <laughs> this could feasibly be the first time Raoul has ever encountered a baby or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, reasonably, yeah. Yeah. He, he gets um, the gist because he knows children. Like he sees children yeah. and knows how long they age, but like it's still weird for him. Jokes yeah, are still valid. Is. Yep. Ma'am. Uh, Ma'am. Ma'am. Uh, as you as you approach, um, she's kind of like sitting up and like uh, the baby's like off to one side in a little cot and she seems to be uh, kind of like reading through some papers and yeah. We're about to leave. Any word? Uh, she looks at her wrist and she looks around, looks at you and she's like, nothing yet, I'm afraid. <sighs> All right. Well, we kind of can't put this off, so we're leaving. Um you're going to be fine. You've got this. You have a good team with you. You've got this. And maybe your father and your brother are just going to make their way straight there and they can deal with whatever craziness comes after you've dealt with your aunt. You still have other outlooks to find. Right. You've got this. Come here, give me a cuddle. And she kind of like stands up and like pulls you into a hug. Balance gives her a hug. Okay, remember, don't die. I'm going to so certainly try not to. Uh, she goes back down to reading through papers and doing her motherly thing. Balance comes running back. <laughs> All right. Okay, no word from them. We're on our own. <laughs> As you say that, like Demi skids to a halt at the end of the corridor, <laughs> like comically the thing where legs are going underneath her, and she runs. Out. I was like, "Okay, are we all ready now?" Right, let's go. Aether, you made a noise. No, I w- I was going to ask her yes, but Arch was very quick on the draw there. Okay. 
I appreciate it. You have to be much quicker. Like, things move at speed around All right, do it be- now, 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 go! <laughs> oh my god, don't need do to magic. shout at me! There's do no, it! There's no good shouting. Do it! I'm Calm wearing down. metal! Wait, um... <laughs> <laughs> she throws her hands in the air, claps and says one word, and you all feel the tug behind the back of your navel. She's not dealing with this. Is Debbie coming um, with us? Kind of- I panic and try no. to take off my belt. Okay. Uh, you could ask her if she can come. No, 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 no. She has her own shit to deal with. No, she... Yeah, she, she has shit to do with. Um. Yeah, not to mention, of the people in this room, she is the one I'd be most worried about actually doing the murder. Fucking it circle would be an of death. What? Okay. I'm offended. You don't have circle of death. What <laughs> 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 power would kill? Her hands. She'd be worried about me doing murders. No, because I trust as my friend that you'll listen to me when I say, please don't do a murder on my people. Meh. <laughs> Oh, he brought out the trust word. Oh, I did. Damn it. Unless you're going to be a goddess of distrust. <laughs> you're the <gonna be laughs> goddess of dick moves. <laughs> <laughs> dick moves, Zoltana. D- does, dick moves. Do dick moves fall under the umbrella of bloody vengeance? I think uh, they might, actually. To oh be determined. No. I won't pull a dick move on you, though. I appreciate that. Um, okay. <laughs> You guys feel a tug on the back of your navel um, and you are sent through to the Witches' Society in Belegboot. There are... There's only one exit from this. Um, this particular one you've been sent to. Um, yeah, there's a singular exit. Uh, it's fairly early in the morning, um, but there are sounds of movement outside uh, people... Um, elves mostly uh, unusually there's the sound of like armour and such like um, tramping up and down the streets outside uh, what do you guys want to do I will however point out that you do have a dwarf and a halfling in your midst yeah and a oh dragon. we should have like put them on stilts fuck we should have bought a trench, trench coat and stilts yeah. <laughs> Oh, we missed it. If there was ever a time to try this trench coat dwarf thing, it would be. Well, we have to re record the last three episodes because we didn't do this on anything. Damn. Um, I'm going to use my glamour armor to make it look like I'm an inquisitor attire um, Mm -hmm. and have something that covers up my hair, like maybe like a bandana or something like that. Something that covers my hair and my forehead. Like an elven bandaria. Like a like an elven one. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think like if what you're would trying be to, like an inquisitor, yeah. Like yeah. okay, maybe it's um, like one of those like leather hoods that has the holes that my ears can poke out through. Yeah, that that a would be fine. Um, to be fair, Talvin is wearing his inquisitor's uh, attire. Um, and Inverno is wearing a simple robe. Uh, All right. Um, what's what's Ral and Zoltana and Squash going to attempt today? Uh, I want, I want Squash to stand on my shoulders and we're gonna, I'm gonna put my cloak around us and we're gonna pretend to be one t- tall person. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm fucking around. <laughs> tiny um, hands and tiny head. <laughs> like a T-Rex. <laughs> and then just the biggest, fattest ass. We're Vincent Adult Man from, uh, from... <laughs> <laughs> yes! Oh, I appreciate that reference. Love you, Aethor. Uh Let's go do office stuff. <laughs> Balance is going to turn to Talvin uh, and say, do you want to try doing like a prisoner ruse? I think that might work. They kind of stick out. 
<sighs> yes. Unfortunately, we have to make it all the way to the Queen's Chambers. I don't know how long the ruse will hold. I think if people within the mages, witches society here, probably get away with it, but when we're actually inside the council chamber area, which is where I expect her to be, this could be more difficult. Well, I should be able to... Well, wait a minute. Uh, hold on a second. Is that a character? Put them mm-hmm. in a bag of holding. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five. Did you bring your stupid-ass wolf? Yes. Yes. Fuck. Six. But. And Tio. Does that count? <laughs> no. <laughs> Tio doesn't count in any numbers. <laughs> we have exactly the amount of people. I can teleport exactly the seven of us. Perfect. Does squash count as a person? Yes. <laughs> yes. Are we what sure if they are? He might be a shit person, but he is a person. Other. If the two ones are stacked up, the two small ones are stacked on top of each other. Could they no, be one person? That's that's Can not they how share that works. A seat? That's not how that works. But they won't they even take up a whole seat. He basically has to punch a hole through the stalking for every person here. Okay, so no. <laughs> but yeah, um... it's not like we could like put like twenty one halflings through instead of seven <laughs> fully grown elves. That's not how this works. But no. B, that's how the sm- that's the small advantage. That's the advantage of no, being small. No, strength we in numbers. Aren't having theory of the small here. <laughs> yes, B. <sighs> okay. So um yeah, so Raul, Zoltana and Squash, what are we gonna do with them? I don't know, B. Where are, are you are we asking me? I think someone was looking into teleportation magic. Sorry, not magic. Psychic? If we can get within sightline of the room, or at least the entryway or near to, I can teleport all of us straight there in case we need to get there quickly. How do we know for sure she's there? Maybe we should check we first. I could have Tio go look, maybe. That's an idea. There's a a balcony in the council chambers. Do you remember? You could get Tio up there. We need to get outside first. Of course. All right. Okay, let's let's try the prisoner routine with Sultana and Squash. There are two of us. We can make this work. Just Ral. And if they ask about Ninverna, well, you're our magical reinforcement. Um, yeah, I can make that work. I mean, I have some magic. It's not as potent as it should be, but I can make it work. Maybe I should walk away from everyone else. I could try to, uh, be sneaky. There's going to be a lot of eyes around. Everybody's on high alert. If you get caught, we might not be able to interfere. Better not to split up while we're here. Okay, um... I've got some rope, um... Tie it around your wrists, try to squash. You're really good with knots. Do you think you can do one that could be pulled apart in an instant? Oh, I should be able to do that easily. <clears throat> uh, do you want me to roll sleight of hand or survival? Uh, let's go survival. That's a 22. Yes, uh, it's fairly easy for you to create three sets of knots, including on yourself. Um yeah, you can you can tie one to each um, or 
one prisoner be with one elf. Um, it's it's doable. Um, if I take Raoul and say, we can say that he was assisting these two, provided they believe us at uniform level, we can probably we can probably con our way through as much as we can. Sounds good. Uh, what do you need to do to get Tio up to the council chambers, Ra? I just don't know how far away I'm allowed to be from him and still see. I, well, I guess we shall have to try and find out. All right. No offense, Talvin, but I think I'm the more charismatic one between us. Let me take point. <laughs> you seem to better, like, cough behind a hand. <laughs> Alice has kind of like a half, like a half cock smile at that. Shade. Huh. All right. So the six of you make your way out of the witches' society. What the fuck are we doing with the wolf? How do you do? How do you bullshit that? Oh, I've got an idea, V. I'm gonna do oh, Tio no. time and have Tio like walk along the like streets like a little cat on the rooftops uh-huh. and watch us. And Raul's going to watch through that and let himself be pulled by the rope and directed by the rope because, like, he would need to be. Um, yeah, that, that, that's, that's and good. Um, he could, as, like, have his skeleton face off and, like, be passed as a necromancer or something. <laughs> you were just inspired fear and <laughs> frightened. Well, oh, I mean, what else do I have? I mean, I mean, it is a good way to keep people away from us. What else do I have it is. going for me? I'm. A, um, dragon monster otherwise and that's not going to get me much further (laughs) all right um squash this might be a new thing for you seeing raul just walk around with scary specter space on but it's not really terrifying because something about the very angry paladin next to you is making you feel calm and completely immune to fear um it's a dangerous combination (sighs) Goddamn aura. <laughs> Does her aura suppress fear? Yeah, yep. it suppresses the frightened effect. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Super good. So my racial skill is completely useless as long as I'm in her in her range. <laughs> What's your racial skill? Advantage on fear. Oh, <laughs> you have to be like within, is it 10 feet your aura? I hmm. think it's that or 15. I have no idea. It's 10. Yeah, Um. my aura of courage or my aura, oh, my aura yeah. of protection, 10 feet. Yeah. All right, so yeah, as long as you're within 10 feet of her, if you're more than 10 feet, you're probably going to want to yeah, use yeah. your role, but you don't need to right now. Um, okay. With Scary Scary Ral and with uh, the combination of the three elves so claiming that as a necromancer for everyone to stand back... Um, <laughs> I don't know if this adds to the effect or takes away from it. Well, I mean, he's I putting really his know. hood up. It's um, more of a. It's more of a. If yeah. a guard comes up and asks, like, "Hey, what are these three? And they like, and they like look close at like Raw's face under the hood. They'll be yeah. like, "Oh fuck!" And look, you oh know, fuck! This and, is scary, scary, yeah. scary. <laughs> he's um, he's yeah, not like, like blatantly parading around. And then he just nope. he's doing the usual like tuck his they're, tail they're, yeah, and this like, and that. I think between the 22 survival check on these knots they look real good but are completely useless uh, the fact that we have Raoul looking like a goddamn necromancer <laughs> wandering around with the team if anyone gets too close and three fairly charismatic um, 
elves kind of like telling people to go away and this is none of their business. Inquisitor business, as you were. Inquisitor business. Move along. (laughs) Step aside. Step aside, we said. Not your concern. Um, This gets shouted out a lot along with occasionally Nimbana's like, just go away. This is nothing to do with you. Get out of the way. Um, between the six of you, you managed to get out onto the streets past all the mages in the major society. <laughs> it's not a big See what place. it says? It's um, NYPD means no, I will knock your punk ass down. That's the one. <laughs> Men in black. Joke. I want an inspiration for having to endure. Listen, if we no got inspiration justice. for having to endure Arch's jokes, we'd constantly have inspiration. <laughs> It's not just him. She's been uh, a royal shit this episode. <laughs> How wait, dare wait you? Wait a minute. Royal shit, excuse me. I you. could have killed you. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> anyway, um, so the six of you make it out into the street absolutely fine. Um, you transfer your senses into TA. For those of you who have not been to Belegbu before, and even for those who have, a quick reminder... Most of the buildings are built are built or carved into the trees themselves. The there are loads of small floating orbs that emit light, um, much like that used to be in Dark Hammer, and it keeps this place fairly well lit. The it is morning, so the sun is already up and about. You can hear the waves crashing against the edge of this tiny island, and all around you, you see our trees, different colours, different heights. But the biggest, the brightest, the most vibrant of the trees is towards the middle of the island. And it's visible from pretty much everywhere. And as you look at this, there is a, towards towards the very top, right up, right up there, right in the canopy, you can see that there are a series of balconies that have been carved into this either added on or extensions there are walkways between the trees between the buildings um, there aren't many walkways that lead to this particular big tree um, but there are some it's huge don't ask me distances it's a lot a lot a lot of balances and even more squashes <laughs> Tio you serving flying in Tio I'm going to call you Tio Jack um, Tio Jacques flies into the air and it's very easy for you to even at such a range to make it up to each of these balconies in turn you check the bottom one nobody's there you check the second one there's servants here and they're putting things out and moving markers on tables it isn't until you get to the very top one do you see anyone there can you roll a perception check for Tio for me please Tio Jacques does he have anything that gives okay senses advantage on perception boo Ah, I'm glad I checked oh he has keen senses yeah 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 it's keen senses yeah nice it's a dirty 20 a dirty 20 nice um you notice that there is a fairly There is a tall female elf here with a crown on her head. You as Raljak recognize this crown as being the crown that you are looking for. It's one of the relics. You see around her throat a duplicate of the necklace that you guys found when you were getting the shield. 
She is in conversation with a particularly well-armoured elf and someone who is wearing simple dark leathers. Um, you see a couple of people coming in and out. You see a chairs have been set up for a meeting around a large table. You found her. She is up there. Time to kill the... I mean, save the queen. Um, hi, uh, we're all here. We've had a couple of people find us on Patreon and support us lately. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Um, thanks to Owen Curtis for becoming a patron. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, if you would also like to join our new patrons, you can find us on patreon.com slash tldpod and help support the show. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you. One more thing, just to remind you, uh, there is the giveaway going on until I believe the 28th is the 29th. I checked it. It's the 29th midnight. Um, Make sure you get all of your entries in before then. Uh, thanks to all of the entries we've had so far. We've enjoyed them. Uh, we look forward to everyone else joining in. Uh, and good luck. Good luck to everyone. So uh, thanks so much for listening. And we will see you all next week. Bye. Uh, no, I'm squat. Uh... Well, you, uh, fuck. You got this. Mm -hmm. I believe in you. No, there's, okay. Uh, let me put it like this. I want to look in the mirror, but I can't because Demi's in the mirror room constantly. She, and she, earlier when I tried to go to the mirror room and V had the perfect chance to let me look into the mirror, <laughs> she actually had Demi be there. Okay. Let me put it like this. If you want to look in the mirror, <laughs> Demi cannot be there. Yes. Like that's that's very easy. Like she has plenty of things to get on with. And like you could just be watching the mirror room for a while and just see her like grab up all of her things and like no, she's talking no excitedly to herself. Yes, that it makes, does. No, why would Squash want to look in the mirror? Nobody has ever told him to look in the mirror. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've in fact told you not to. Yeah, so no, I, I can't with good conscience uh jury rig away for Squash to look in the mirror. Squash not doing anything. Good, you shouldn't. It's a bad Why thing. Why would he look into the mirror if Demi wasn't in the mirror room when he first went to look for her? Because he was told not to look in it. Then if the mirror room is empty, why would he go and look at it now? No, you're saying if he would sneak around just waiting for Demi to leave to look at it, that makes no sense. That that's deliberately contradicting them. Well, the could, other thing is... He could, like, uh, part of his right. nocturnal activities, he could be going to look for Demi. Uh, and, 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 like, the room is empty. Uh, no. Uh, Squash is going to get some God stream. Good solution. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's what you get for... <laughs> Since I can't have horrific hallucinations in the mirror, I'll just get <laughs> drugs to knock my ass out. That's how that Th works. Makes sense, yeah. I can't do what I want to do, so I'll do drugs. I just don't understand how there's a difference between when you first go look for Demi and you decide to go look in the mirror because she's not there, and now when you decide to not, like, just deliberately go look in the I mirror. I can't think of a good reason why Squash would go and bother Demi again. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, do you want that to be the reason? No, Squ no. Squash you... wakes up in the night and just like, fuck, can't sleep, must go buck somebody. <laughs> <laughs> must yeah. go irritate someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think somebody's doing. I, I smell important business. 
I smell God's dream. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. I have two choices and I'm going to choose to look in the mirror. Squash wakes up randomly in the night and he doesn't know exactly what to do or what he's doing, but he knows he can't sleep anymore. Okay. That's, we can we can do that. If you want to do this, we can do that. I need to go back and find the information. Sure. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. You wake up in the middle of the night. If you want to... How do you get past the guards? He walks past them. Um, uh, Squash has been me? interacting with the uh, hoity-toity high-level people here. I'm pretty sure he like he was in on the big council. He uh-huh. was he was there when the one one of the things was put on. He is a very distinct-looking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I think if Squash just like walks past them, just going like hey, hey and just walks in, they're just gonna be like, oh, I'm not telling him no. Oh boy. Do you see do you hear how many knives he has on him? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that tiny squash guy? He's just made of knives. <laughs> Alright. To make this sound less stupid, how about we cut the entire fucking argument, the entire dumb thing? I hear Cicero couldn't even hold him. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Alright. Uh, I don't feel like this should be a thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, I totally heard that this tiny squash, you know, that really tiny guy, that guy covered in like patches and stuff, like, he went to Cicero and my God, they couldn't hold him. He broke out. All right. Are, are you done? <laughs> it's pretty metal. I don't know. Am I? <laughs> All right, so fucking talking okay. about my Do you know how many knives he has? Actual question Do you want to fake to make this sound uh, unintentional? <laughs> Oh, you're just in a giggly mood now. now yeah, I'm you? done. <laughs> I'm out. It's the last I like the idea. Of, we can do this. I like the idea of Squash getting mad at stalkers and throwing his knives at them, but they fangirl at the knives <laughs> and like keep them like a keep them like when a drummer throws drumsticks into the crowd and run off yeah. into an alley. Like, oh my god, Squash! Oh my god, Squash's knife! <laughs> Squash is like, leave me alone! <laughs> what the fuck? Are we asking Squash to like hear him and whisper and rumor about him? <laughs> oh my god! Did you realize how much God stream he does? Holy shit! Like an entire bag doesn't get him high. This is how what? fucking wait. <laughs> wait a minute! Is this Kith? Is, Ki- is Kith here? <laughs> Holy shit, guys! Holy shit! That's pretty fucking um, metal. That's so metal. Um, <laughs> can't believe you lost sorry. the recording, Dave. I'm, I'm so disappointed. I'm so sorry. So All right, squash can't sleep in the night. <laughs> you can't pretend like you haven't been an asshole for the last twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> just like, okay, squash couldn't sleep. Neil, Neil, cut that out. Neil, cut that out. <laughs> Not get to do that to me. So Squash, like this is the night before you're all about to go off. Is there anything that you want to do? Everyone else has done like nice, cutesy, cool things. Hello, Aria. Did you want Don't to listen in on me and Rock enjoying ourselves? Don't encourage Should I describe to you what we're doing um, right now? Picasso? Huh? <laughs> What's going on? Let's see. Look, these wind shells document anything you do in order to banish the spirits. I don't banish spirits. I'm fixing the tango. Of course, we can't open a new hole into the Aetherweb every year. But spirits aren't always bad. Are Those they? are exactly the reason tangleweeds happen in the first Akasar, place. I'm sure Rocka knows how to get through a water gate without disrupting the magic belt. So what happens when there's a hole in the weave? Does magic <laughs> pour out? It is already broken! 
Let more of air into this world. I'll destroy Wait, every no, single no. one of them. You've fed enough already. I will kill you, you filthy <laughs> Whoa, 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 come down, Vaka. Try it, fellow duster. God, ferocious Runemaster. Your friction will grind the weaver twain. <sighs> Yarta. In moments like these, I wish I could see the runes. What's wrong, Raka? Is that Tangleweave maybe too difficult even for someone as great as you? Counterbalance, a high fantasy audio drama. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get podcasts from. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.